0: Day November first two thousand seventeen, and it's been um, again like eight days or seven days. It was eight days since I have podcasted, and a lot has gone on in this seven or eight days. I think last time I talked, I was talking about um, getting a sleep number bed. Oh, excuse me. Well, on Tuesday last week, um, the sleep number bed was delivered, and. Um, it's actually a really really nice bed, but we had about four days of getting used to uh, the different uh, firmness levels and stuff like that for the bed, and we had some rough nights there. And I think my husband was ready to throw the bed out the window, but we eventually um, figured out which uh, number, which sleep number, is best for us both. So because we like to snuggle, I'm sure, and you know this from previous years of podcasting. We do enjoy snuggling, and to do that, though, the bed has to be pretty level at the same um, level on both sides. Like, there's no, no big divot in the middle. I think that's why we got rid of the mattress, because we were developing such a big divot in the middle, because we would roll in the center and snuggle most of the night. And, you know, all the weight in the middle of the bed makes the divot happen. But anyway, so the sleep number bed has, like, two chambers um, one for each person on the side with like about a six-inch uh, little divider between the two sections that goes down the middle and, and each side of the bed. Well, so the first night I was playing with the remote and was I, w- I had the th- level really down low, like at um, 25 or something like that. So it means the um, inflatable section on my side was only inflated 25%, which – is good for your back because the um, bed contours to your back. So if you're laying on your on your back, um, the lower, you know, the heavier part of your body is pushing down, so it was actually creating support on your back. Well, I I shouldn't sleep on my back because I snore, but um, and then my husband had his like really high up, like at seventy percent. So we were literally at two different levels in the bed. So when we would roll over to snuggle each other. It was awkward because when he would roll past that six inch thing and like kind of onto my side, it would force the air up on one side and it was very uncomfortable. So uh, anyway, it took like three or four days to really figure out exactly what works. And actually it ends up being that we both are sleeping on um, the number 50, which I believe means 50% of the mattresses uh, or the air sections are um, inflated. So um, we have found that medium, and we are snuggling every night, and um, it's, it was well worth the money, I think, and it's going to be good for us. And it's never going to create a divot because you just have to change the level of air that's in each of the chambers. If you have not looked into sleep, a sleep number bed, um, do that. We got a, a mid-grade one, so it was not too outrageously expensive. I think it'll be fine for us. Now, the other thing that happened last week is that we were getting ready for our Halloween party. On Saturday night, we had a Halloween party. We had about 12 people come to our party, and everyone dressed up. But I was doing things like making cupcakes and carving the pumpkin and doing things like that to get ready for the party. Um, I made these just plain old white cupcakes with them. I mixed up uh, food coloring with white icing to make orange and orange frosting with um, little candy corn um, pieces on top of the cupcakes. And if you follow me on Instagram or any of the other things, I think I posted a picture of them. I know I posted a picture of the pumpkin after I carved that, so you probably saw that on there too. So the party was really fun. Um, My husband cooked macaroni and cheese and uh, meatballs and pulled pork, and um, he put out cold cuts and bread and... know sandwich stuff and of course there were tons of candy and um we just had lots of fun and of course lots and lots of wine we um you know we love our virginia wine so we had like picked out six red wines and six white wines and people could just pick and choose what they wanted to drink and we i think we poured through eight bottles of wine no maybe it was more than that no i think it was about eight that actually got emptied out i should say but I think everyone had a good time. and the um, winning costume, because we had a little costume contest where um, the husband and I would pick out our the best co- or the one that we thought was the best costume. Um, these uh, uh, lesbian couple of ours, friends of ours came as um, Dorothy and Sophia from the um, Golden Girls, which was really good, but they didn't win, but I mean, it was still very good. And then um, our friend Jill came as, which is which was the winner. She came as the alligator who ate the child at the Disney property last year. I don't know if you remember that news story, but last year in the spring, this um, two two or three-year-old, or maybe it was a four-year-old, I don't even know how old the kid was, was eaten by an alligator at one of the Disney properties in Florida. And so she wore um, like a kid's outfit. She wore like cargo shorts and a T-shirt that said Disney and had a whole bunch of characters across the front. And then she had this alligator hat that um, your face sticks through the the mouth part. And so it was like the way it looked like she was swallowing the child. <laughs> it, was, it was really good and very clever and creative. So she won the contest and she got a pumpkin full of a bottle of wine, a bunch of candy. So that was fun. Anyway, so the Halloween party was a, another success and we had a lot of fun. Now, um, other things have happened to the indictments for from the first uh, or I should say the first indictments for from the Mueller 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 I don't, I don't know how to say his name um, special counsel came out and it was um, Paul Manafort and R- Robert Gates I think his name is but the big one is George Papadopoulos because he has the connections to the Russian people who are actually um, uh, you know, doing the digging into Hillary's past and trying to find um, dirt on Hillary. So I think, you know, even though these uh, indictments came down, it was a big deal. And Trump, of course, started um, tweeting right away. I don't think we're seeing this is like the tip of the iceberg, even though Trump likes to keep saying all over Twitter. But what about Hillary? What about Benghazi? What about the emails? I mean, he's constantly tweeting all this stuff just these are diversions he just he wants to take our attention away from this but it's not uh, I'm not letting it take my attention away even though he brings up every freaking issue possible to divert our attention away from it but anyway I I think that the um, George Papadopoulos is the tip of the iceberg because he is talking to the FBI for his immunity I guess and I'm sure more names will be coming and let's hope that it just works its way right on up to Trump and he will be indicted for, although he was probably a very smart man and didn't have his name on anything, but his campaign definitely was, Oh, that was my chair, Uh, his campaign was definitely colluding with Russia, I am sure of it. It's just a matter of time. So there was that and then I think even like it might even be a bigger story. Um, at least a bigger impact on my community, our community, is Kevin Spacey. Now, this is more more of this has been coming out, but the first one was this guy Anthony Rapp, I think his name is. He was a 14 year old actor on Broadway, and in 1986, he was at a party at um, Kevin Spacey's house, and supposedly he hung around until everyone left. And Kevin Spacey got him into his bedroom and got on top of him and was, you know, trying to get with him. But this guy, when he was 14, um, he was able to wiggle away and get, get out of there. But um, I don't know what Kevin Spacey was thinking. A 14-year-old boy? Um, and, and, and then since then, there's been one or two other people who have come forward saying that Kevin Spacey um, tried to or did. You know, sexually assault them as well. Well, the 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 worst part about it is that Kevin Spacey, in his statement, saying that was more than thirty years ago. I don't remember it. Um, if it did happen, I apologize for my drunken stupidity or whatever. I mean, so he's saying that whole statement, and then right the very next paragraph, he says um, basically, I this. Incident has made me think about my life, and I've decided to uh, live as an out gay man. And it's like duh, everyone knew you were gay for all these years. It's it's like no big deal. You're coming out, but the, the horrible thing is that he's using, or he's or he's using the excuse, he's using the coming out as his way of um, not justifying, but like. Um, settling or doing away with the the accusation that he was um, sexually excuse me sexually assaulting a, a child and there has been outrage of course all across the gay community and it's just I think it's outrageous that he's using this as his way of coming out this is completely the wrong way to do it and um, so basically he's being blackballed in the gay community. No one, no one of course is taking his side or even trying to support him or anything like that because he's totally being a jerk. Um, So people just are disowning him as, as part of the gay community, I think. And then all of these other things, because of his, um, these accusations against him, um, House of Cards, which is the show that he's doing on Netflix has ceased production It was already slated to end this next, the season that they're currently filming was going to be the last anyway. But now it's gone to the point where Netflix has just ceased operations and ceased filming of the current season. So um, that's a pretty big deal, I think. So he's definitely getting his, um, you know, his due because of the accusations, I don't know where it's going to go because I don't know what the statute of limitations are and all that kind of stuff because it literally has been 31 years since it happened. The others, I'm not so sure about because I think those people were adults. But this this is like part of this bigger thing that's happening now ever since Harvey Weinstein came out. Well, not he didn't come out, but all these women have come out against Harvey Weinstein with all their accusations of sexual misconduct and raping and so forth. And then it's like one thing after another. Then... um that guy Halpern who was a, uh, a uh, reporter slash consultant slash business something rather with ABC News and then with, uh, was it CNN, I think, and, and the women who are accusing him of sexual assault. And then this uh, other Hollywood people. And it's like they're all coming out of the woodwork now with all these accusations against people um, in, in Hollywood. So, I mean... I think we all know because there's always been a joke about the casting couch. So it's, you know, it's been around, but people haven't actually admitted to it or done anything about it or changed anything. So maybe this is the time that something will actually happen. And, um, you know, maybe maybe the culture will change in Hollywood. I have no idea. I'm not in Hollywood. I don't really know how that stuff works. But I just know that I think it's time for all that to change. So let's see what else has been happening. Well, we had um, Halloween. Uh, That was yesterday because today is um, November 1st. I think I already said that. So last night for Halloween, we don't do, we don't hand out candy in our building for trick-or-treaters because it's a pain in the butt and there's never very many kids. So we just don't do it. So we decided we would go out to dinner instead and just not be home. So we went out to dinner and had a really nice dinner and then walked around the neighborhood to see all the, Trick or treaters out at the houses and to see all the Halloween decorations, and it was really cool because our neighborhood, at least it seems like the last couple of years, has been very quiet on Halloween. But this time, there were—I could not believe the amount of kids who were walking around the neighborhood, going trick or treating, going to all the houses, and then the amount of decorations that people had up this year. I—I I don't remember seeing this many people, because I've been—I mean, they've lived here or, or been coming here for 13 years and I know I've never seen this many decorations in our neighborhood. So I think that's a really good thing that people will. were in the festive mood to, to decorate for Halloween and, um, and for fall. I mean, just, it's really cool. So speaking of fall, it, it does remind me yesterday I took a walk, um, around the neighborhood and down in the, on the trail that I walk on to try to find some fall color. And I've done that in the past because, um, I really enjoy fall. Fall is my favorite season. I love seeing the different colors—the reds, the oranges, the yellows. Um, of course, those, not of course, but those are also um, my favorite. Co- not some of my favorite colors, but in the fall when they're all together on the tree, they're just beautiful. So yesterday, I took my iPhone because I was recording with my iPhone eight plus. Um, I don't want to speak about that in just a minute too, but anyway, I used my. Uh, phone to record my video and I made a little video of me walking around the neighborhood and showing you the fall colors and then down into the trail where I walked and I sat and ended up sitting on a rock and showing the fall colors and stuff. But um, I just wanted to say that I just posted that video this morning on my YouTube channel. So go over there and check out that video. It's called In Search of Fall Color. Oh man, I have the window open. Can you hear all that noise? I don't know. I forgot to close the window. Um, Back to the phone. So, um, you know, I got the iPhone 8 Plus when the new phones came out. And last Friday, they had the uh, pre-order of the iPhone Ten, And I already decided I was not buying the, the iPhone Ten. Anyway, they had such a small, uh, small um, inventory. Anyway, they only made 3 million of them so far. I'm sure they're constantly making more. But they had 3 million to sell on the first day. And they were sold out, like, within minutes because the... Um, many of the people who are reserving them within like, I think it was like 14 minutes. The ship time had dropped to five to six weeks. So, um, people are going to be waiting for their iPhone 10. Um, now I have seen now interesting, which Apple has not done as far as I know this year or this with this phone, Apple has sent the, sent the phone to several vloggers or YouTubers and to, you know, um, you know, check it out like a day or two before the um or it was the day of day or two after the um pre-order. And so I was I've been seeing all these um YouTubers getting the phone from Apple and they they actually have the phone in their hands, like they was sent right to their house and they're making their videos and showing the phone and, and the the phone is really cool. I mean the the face recognition thing is so fast when well, at least seeing it on the videos. Two of my favorites that I watch that um, who do tech stuff are iJustine and Sarah Dici. Um Of course, I everybody knows how I like Casey Neistat, but he did not get the phone sent to him because he's a huge Samsung um, guy. So Apple did not send him the phone, which I thought was very interesting because he gets sent everything, but they did not send him the phone. But um, Sarah Dietschy did get the phone, and I thought her video was really cool. She sh- showed an awful lot of... Uh, detail with the phone and what it can do and features and stuff. So I thought that was really good. Um, And anyway, but the point is that um, Apple has not never sent the phones early to uh, like YouTubers. They'll send them to like um, Walt Mossberg. um, Is that his name? I think that's name and and several other like um, tech writers for major newspapers and magazines, but never to YouTubers. So this year there was like a slew of them. I think I saw probably 10 videos of different people who got the iPhone 10 already. Um, and anyway, and looking at all these videos about the iPhone 10, I am even more convinced that I made the right choice in my iPhone 8, because I'm looking at the these people's screens and the screens are beautiful on the iPhone 8 IPhone 10, excuse me. Um, but it's still not as wide as the iPhone 8 Plus, I don't think. Um, at least it doesn't look that way. I have to actually go to the store and see them. And I probably will at some point go to the Apple store and check out the 10. But I'm definitely going to wait until the 10 Plus comes out. I'm sure there'll there'll be a 10 Plus next year. At least I'm hoping for it. I don't know. But anyway, so that's pretty much all I have to say about the iPhone. Is I'm, I still am happy with my purchase and don't plan to upgrade. Although I could. I could literally walk in the store on a Friday morning and... Stand in line and get an iPhone ten because this one 's paid off. I could just you know upgrade of course i 've only had it like two months that would be kind of crazy so i'm not i 'm not going to do that anyway so um, that 's that so that 's actually all I have for today i know it's, um, it 's I jumped around there with a lot of different topics, and I probably won 't put any notes in the um, show notes this time, but Um, There you go. There's a podcast, and I'm trying to keep it around at 20 minutes. So that's all for today. Um, I'll podcast next week. (laughs) So until then, bye-bye.